This episode of Miss Listen Knows is brought to you in part by Necessary Drama Boutique. So head over to Instagram and check out all of their hottest fashions right now. Al. It's hot up in here, DJ. Don't be scared to run this, run this back. I represent the girls that are taking over the world and are raising a glass for the college grads. Anyone want to let you know what time it is? Check. You can't hold me. I work my nine to five, better cut my check. This goes out to all my girls that's getting in the sonic grind. Ow, you already know it's another installment of Miss Listen Up. We feeling good. Got my ladies Ow. in the building. Because <laughs> queens recognize queens. We got Ev. Yes. Is that how you want to be addressed? Ev, yes. That's Ev. good. Eb? Yeah, Eb. Ebony. My name is Ebony. Ebony. You look like an Evelyn. I didn't change your whole name in my really? Yeah, and I want to call you Evelyn, but Ebony. <laughs> Ebony. That could be my new also ego. Hey. That might be. That might work. That's I like Sasha that. Fears. That's Evelyn. Your Sasha fears. I like that. And right. my Sasha Fears, my Shiro, my cousin. <laughs> How you want to be a? What, I want to just drop your government issue now. Talk to me. <laughs> Go ahead. Taria, terrific Taria. Yes. It's in the building. She also is the founder and creator of Necessary Drama Boutique. Al. Yes. And what is yeah. what's going on with the, the? I see the shirt happening. What's going on with that? Mm. A new venture. It's just a group that Eb and I. Okay. Yes. As a tribe of dope women. Yes. Yes. A word because this is like a crazy whirlwind of 68 degrees of separation because cousins and then I was using Eb's hashtag and that's how we connected right yes just like check your hashtag and was like what the hell's going on and then we just like started following each other yes yes <laughs> right because like we can't just be using hashtags we have to actually walk in that and then it so happened my cousins like you know how Instagram tells you what's going on in the caption and in the comments. So I guess she had saw you like like the picture or something. So she was like, oh, snap, Queens. And then we was like, oh, whoa. Bam, episode. So this is your first time meeting in real life? Yes. Yes. I, see how we do over here? Yes, Connected. yes. I think this is going to be a great episode because it's us, you know, you know, bridging gaps as far as age, as far as y'all was married, y'all married. We have, do you have children? Now? I do, I have children. three. Children. We're gonna talk to them about motherhood. We'll just get into some things, but did y'all see the sex tape that, that was swirling around on Monday with, with Black China? I'm just gonna give her a little bit because she blocked me. She blocked me, so we are not gonna give her too much. But not that I necessary. don't even uh, want to go too much into that, but I mean, we could. If you you seen it, did you see it, Tamia? I saw it. Unfortunately, did you see it? we did. Yes, okay. yes, yes. A lot of people were saying that it wasn't a good job. It wasn't a good job. What did you did? You, what would you rate it on? A one to five. A no comment. No comment. Word. Yeah. No comment. Yeah. No yeah. Do your best. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it was anything worse than what Kim Kardashian did to Ray J. I don't think that it was anything worse than that. Like, I don't think that it was like, I think that they was like neck and neck. <laughs> <laughs> neck and neck. But I do want to ask, like, would you ladies or have you ever, you know, recorded a sex tape? Woo! Like, we got to just jump right in. 
I mean, it's, it's definitely a no comment. However, your personal business is your personal business. You know, that's but, just but that. I'm just going to go into That's it. just that. Your personal business. Taste, but I would be scared. I'm not saying I don't get it. It sounds like fun. Remember Martin and Gina? Because Martin and Gina had a sex tape. They would record. He'd be like, Gina, remember they watched it and everything. But it's like now in this new day and age, it be out. Even though I, th- I think she put it out herself. Oh, for sure. That's what I'm saying. Media today, you know, it's it's okay to do that. It's okay to I release that for whatever reason. I Come would, on. I couldn't do it. Yeah. As a mom, like she's she dream mother. She got the heir to the Kardashian throne. She don't have to do that. You don't have to do that, Black China. This Black History Month. You don't have to do that. You have to do that. I see they they didn't want to give up the goods. I mean, if you have a sex tape, I just want you know just jump right into it. Now, Queens recognize Queens. Porque? What made you get into that wave? Um, because I don't. I fully. I grew up with brothers, so I feel like this has attributed to how I am as a woman. So I naturally just support women, and I don't. I don't beef with women. I've never seen a threat by another woman so when I see the beef in the world and I see how women treat each other when you meet someone and they're not friendly towards you you know I know that it's not about you so we have to recognize each other you know why do you why do you think most women are haters either because you don't love yourself there's nothing else to it if I love you if I love myself I have no problem recognizing something great in you because I'm already in a I'm a horse with blinders I have my lane you have your lane and I appreciate it and I'm inspired by it. I'm not intimidated by it. And I appreciate it. And that's how it's supposed to be. I agree. I think once Eb and I, even when we saw each other, we knew. We just clicked. Mm-hmm. You know, she didn't know I was coming here. I had to surprise her. Yeah. And we just clicked. And let me tell you, <laughs> yes. this woman right here lives in her purpose. She truly does. I Thank mean, there's you. nothing that she's putting. She's not putting on airs. It's not just her trying Thank to be, you. pretend to be her brand. She is her brand. Right. I think that's a huge problem. I think that's a huge problem. In this journey, there's so many women that, you know, I look up to. And then when I meet them, it's not as welcoming or not even, I'm not even talking about just like celebrities. I'm just talking about in, in general. And it's like, I don't know what the hidden competition is. I don't know why it's like this fake empowerment. Like it's still clicky within like the women empowerment. I don't know. Like that's why I'm always trying to like, you know, just open that up and just like because I think people see things and they see trends and they want to hop on it and that's how they want to make their money but when you go to the events and you see how they really are you see it for what it is no one can come to my event and feel like they weren't somebody or they didn't get acknowledged or it was clicky because that's that's not how it's supposed to be if we're coming together everybody should meet everybody and it should just be a vibe like this is it's a vibe it's also like you said like you said you grew up a lot with a lot of guys mm-hmm. and even Taria and I like she'll tell you like she's yeah. the eldest like she's like that's my love like that's the older cousin like that's the big homie mm. and then then it's me and then it's, after that it's like a lot of guys and then it's like the trickle down of the girls but it's not I feel like when you're raised around men it's just like different do you feel like that mm-hmm. yeah it's different I think being a woman raised by men sometimes men are very protective of women mm-hmm. and you have to find your groove because sometimes you're used to being protected by men and then you have to break out and then you have to actually find your own mm-hmm. you know do you think it's like bad like to to like uh address it or like how do, or how can we address it like like even in social media like it's just like certain things you don't want to be like petty but it's just like you want to 
Like if somebody doesn't follow you back, and it's like if you've been supporting this woman, and then she's claiming it's like a woman empowerment movement, but it's like when I when you see them, it's not that. Like, do you just ignore it, or do you you know address it? No, I think you always ignore it because it's a level of thinking. And if you're able to empower other women and give them a stage because you have a stage and and pay that forward, you're amazing. And to even, I don't care what position they're in, if they display that, it's a level of thinking, you know. And I think thinking about bringing other women up with you is that's what gives everybody power you know so it'll always give back to itself so you know it's like a shame on them for being they give other women a bad name they give other women or just us wanting to interact with each other a bad name because we so used to that we so used to women being catty and not supportive of each other and just being like oh who are you do you think it's a, a, a woman problem or like a black woman or like minority women do you think white women go through these issues I don't think they do, but then again, they're fake. They, they'll hang around each other and not like each other. Black women, if we don't like each other, we're not messing with each other. We just straight up like that, you know? Do you think that's something that we need to try to, like, not do? Like, we need to try to play that game? No. Point blank. I don't think we need to play games. I think that what happens is that we have so many names black women are caddy, black women are this. So I think mm. that what happens is that people actually live up to that. Mm. Once we start to change the dialogue, then I think that that's when everything will change. Because once again, let me tell you, sometimes I'm not feeling well, and in the group, Ed will, Ed will just come in and she will say something crazy, and you're having a bad day, and you can feel it, that it's true. Mm. And I've never belonged to a group of women where I felt, and I'm the, I think I'm the oldest one in the group. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And I've learned a lot yeah. from a lot of the women, and they come and they empower me also. So I think that once we as women become secure of who we are, and we can recognize that and not play into women can't be friends, or women are catty, or women, you know, this I don't have female friends, I have nothing but male friends. Once we can stop playing into that, mm. I think it would be totally different. We need to change the dialogue. But what if like, that's just true? Like, is it is it bad to, like, is that bad to have more you think that's, that's, that's a part of the problem having more guy friends well because it's your belief as a belief you've accepted okay i can only really chill with dudes because dudes get it and they really do they really get your point of view and women don't but at the same breath understanding and believing okay there are women out there that really do believe in women empowerment and that i can relate with and i trust myself in finding them and you know this woo-woo stuff of being gravitating towards them because that's how I am. You know what I'm saying? And like we're all in a room and me meeting her and with Pretty Entrepreneur, like being part of something that other than Queens Recognize Queens, that's me doing it by oh, myself. The name of the group, right? Drop it for the, for the listener again? Yeah, Pretty Entrepreneur. Yes, amazing. Facebook Super group. supportive. Yes. Okay. Instagram. Um, she does her own community. She has t-shirts, mugs, and just being part of a group where the leader's really a leader. Other than we're all leaders in the group, but she's really a leader and she pushing pushing us, giving us advice. Hey, I think you should do this. You're dope. You know what I'm saying? We all encourage each other. Me and her not really knowing each other. And then she hit me up like, yo, that's my cousin. I saw you posting on her page. I'm like, what? Like, (laughs) what's up? (laughs) So like that whole connection of just rocking out with that and trusting that when they were just in their grassroots movement, I'm still grassroots movement. And to connect like that and then end up here, you know, a year later is just dope. You know. Do you feel like, I don't even think this is a question, how can we get white women to, to, to be more involved with the issues? Because I feel in this, 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 this 
pursuit of, you know, empowerment of the black race, we need more power. And we know that the man, the white man doesn't care, but it's like all of these white men and women love the black D, but they don't address the black problems. So it's like, how do we get more of a, you know, sisterhood with those sisters too? Because if they was to push for it, more white women cared, do you know this would, it would really help more if they wouldn't just, not just only having sex and babies, if they was actually like really like coming forth with the problems, no? I mean, I kind of see that as like an ignorance too because, you know, even out where I live, I grew up in an area where me being mixed wasn't cool. Where me being mixed, I was aware of that at five. Why should I be aware of this black and white shit y'all accepted? Like, I don't give a fuck who you are. If you're cool, you're cool. If you're not, you're not, you know? So growing up and seeing that, I don't understand that, you know, and I don't understand why you, so I don't, un, I am, so I don't understand, my mom is white, my dad is black, so I seen that dialogue, and I seen that, and I had to live in between the, the different opinions, and who accepts me because of my hair, and blah, 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 you Are know. Are still together? No. So did you, you grow up in a single home with your mom? I did. And do you feel like, so you feel like, do you feel like black people didn't treat you right, or white people, or just like equally? Um... I mean, I really didn't feel like that entirely. I was lucky to have a white family that didn't believe in racism and didn't see things in a point of view where they're like, oh, you're, you have nappy hair. Because there's white women that raise mixed children that just put them down and call them names and tell them all kind of things about their hair and don't uplift them so they don't understand their roots. I understand my roots. And I was never put down and I was always given the opportunity to explore where I come from. And what I am, and what you know, what I what I am. So, do you ever feel like as you're pursuing this um, women empowerment, do you feel like shunned from Black women ever? No, for most of everything that I do, the people that come out to my events are women of color. You know, and I know I resonate with them. You know, and really, when you're addressing white women and their support, white women see it as a trend. You you doing what you're doing with black dudes, and you're ignorant for thinking you don't have some say in it. White people have to understand you can't sit by and acknowledge the injustice because I've seen it. I've run out and where I live in a small town, seeing them trying to a police officer trying to put his hand in my brother's behind looking for drugs like i've seen the injustices i've seen what they do when they're again they're they're creating their own laws you know in cities and they're doing whatever they want you know so i think they have to stop looking at it as a trend as you in being mixed do you feel like you can speak their language and kind of like you know do you want to tap into that type of thing like thing too um, you to do that because you look more a little more. Like, yeah. <laughs> think about mama. Think about the cousins. Got the lingo. Yeah, and then, you know, just like you know, that's just a thought. So you guys are both married. We talked about the status. Let's let's mm. give these listeners a little. Let's let's shift the conversation a little bit. Let's get into because I want to talk about that too. Because I'm a single lady, and growing up, I never wanted to get married. Like I'm not. I never was like, oh, I don't want to. Well, I never cared, and I never thought about like, oh, I want my wedding to be like this, or, and even now it's like, it looked like it shouldn't happen. This looks a little it's scary. <laughs> it looks scary. So it's like, what made y'all? How do you feel about it? Like, you know, like, cause I was even at church. I was in church on on Saturday. I was on some old old black lady flow. I went on Saturday, and I went to coffee and conversations <laughs> with Pastor Mike. Which you can also go to, I'm not sure, the next one is going to be in April. You can go to fcbc.com. That's my church, First Corinthians Baptist Church, and go get the info. But I was there, 
and Pastor was talking about how, you know, when you're having conversations with married people, you're like, oh my God, like, how do I get married? How do, what, what do I do? What do I do? And it's like the married people like, chill, just like relax, be still, just chill. Just enjoy it. So it's like, is the, do you feel like the grass is greener? Like, it, I just want to talk about like, so how long have you guys, like, what, let's break it down to the listens. Like, don't treat me because I know, you know, like, this is talk. So, (laughs) I've been with my husband for over 10 years, and really honestly, it's kind of like how Maya Angelou believed, where I don't believe I necessarily need a piece of paper to tell me that I'm married to someone. Okay, so it's like like a common law. Right. Okay. You know, and it was a mutual agreement. You know, and I think just in general, you know, when two people choose to be together, what I've learned is that shit happens and humans are humans and really you do have to find the people that are worth fighting for and I literally was having this conversation like three hours ago because I really have learned that and it teaches us to love greater but I think you have to change your point of view because I hear a lot of women saying it looks slim it looks whatever but I think you know like attracts like and you have to change your vibe to attract the tribe you want and a lot of times women we look overlook the guys that really the ugly ones guys yeah. <laughs> And the chubby ones. Look at the one that look like Kermit too. Love you right. Get your credit score right. Is that what you mean? No, no. No. No, I mean, you have to decipher what that is. And I think you have to, you know, I, I'm I'm from foremost, first and foremost, a believer in just finding yourself so that you can find what you like and just keep repelling what you don't like. Because when you keep getting what you don't like, you have to realize it's you, you know, and I've learned that point of view and it's hard to accept, you know, but it's, it's just, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. And when you take that ownership and you step into your greatness, you just, I feel like you are going to attract that. But also knowing, like, I feel like you have to know, you have to find the people worth fighting for because we're human. Sometimes I feel like that, though. I feel like, you know, when you get the ring or the title, like, even with a boy, like, when you with a, meet a guy, you mad chill, like, oh, you gonna hang out with your homeboys? No problem. I'll see you later. It's cool. Mm. Mad cool. OG. Then, when you, like, decide to be official, it's like, we ain't gonna know you. You on Instagram looking like, oh, you with your friends? Oh, you out there chilling? So it's like, you might be cool, but then when you get the ring, it's like, the whole vibe might change. So maybe you may have hit it, because I was going to ask y'all about sister wives, but we'll go into that. Because <laughs> I was thinking maybe that was the ticket. Like, maybe you got to, you know, add a little spice. <laughs> Lady T, talk to <laughs> I think it's like what Eb said. I mean, like attracts like, but marriage is hard. Um, do you ever feel like because of like technology and the time change and the things shifting at that, it was ruining it? I don't think it's ruining it. I think it's an another added obstacle that you have to overcome or something else that you have to deal with. I don't think it's actually ruining it because the person actually ruins it, not the technology. But you have to be secure with who you are and you have to know the person that you're with also. So if you're an insecure person, technology or not, you're gonna have issues in your marriage. If your mate's an insecure person, technology or not, you're gonna have problems in your marriage. 
So you have to be on the same level. And I don't like when people say marriage is 50-50. It's 100%, 100%. Because right. if I'm giving 50% of myself, where's the other 50% going? So that mm-hmm. next nigga. So the ugly one. <laughs> the ugly nigga. Don't do it. I don't condone cheating. No. I do not Don't do it. That. I don't condone that at don't all. Don't do it. <laughs> at all. But now, what do you feel are the, like, keys Communication is uh, good sex, uh, frequent sex. Uh, well, sex is a part of life, and it's how we uh, feel heaven on earth. It's a, it's, a, it's a way to manifest, and it's a way to tap into different energies that we don't have 100% knowing of, but we know we love them. You know, and I think people have to understand there's 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 different levels to this and you can't go to church every Sunday and preach one thing. But then on Monday through Saturday, we're not living spiritually. We have to remember that and first be that, you know, and it's just so much bigger. I just think the picture is bigger and we miss it. And that's exactly how we miss it is because we're too busy of the physical life and all oh, social media. Social media is not nothing. We know as a brand, you have to create an image like there's an image you have to create. Everybody does. You know, and it's just part of life and it's people take it too seriously or the cheating on it and then finding other people or whatever it is, you know, or just thinking your life is, is not enough. Part of it? Like, it's just that a part of marriage that you feel like that's like something you have to like deal with. I don't feel like you should have to. I've dealt with it. And I had to talk about it recently and like literally went from listening to Beyonce, loving it to hating it because that was my life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And just learning. I feel like everything is a learning lesson. I learned, A, tune into my intuition. And like Bob Marley said, you have to find the ones worth fighting for. Because everyone's not worth fighting for. And I've been in other relationships where it's like, it's not even worth it. Like, I'm not even going to waste my time. Do you feel like cheating is a part of it? I think that we live in an imperfect world. So you have to deal with imperfections. And that's one of the imperfections. And if it's worth fighting for, then that's what you're going to do. No matter what, whoever it's is coming from the male or the, mm-hmm. it's part of it's part of life. Just like getting a job and getting fired, mm-hmm. everyone's. I think everyone's been fired. You have to deal with it. I just think that when you come into marriage with unrealistic expectations, then you're not going to be equipped to deal with what comes with it. Mm-hmm. Is there like a time limit that is like, okay, if this nigga don't propose to me, it's not going to happen? Because they say it's a seven year curse. But do, do you feel like if it's like? If y'all together for four years, should he have proposed by now? Like, is there like a... I personally don't care. I think that's all made up. It's all just bull. But you still saying that you y'all had to come to some agreement with... Um, I feel like yes, no, you're right. I feel like yeah, ring and was like you might yeah, like it wasn't like yeah. I think at some point the man has to acknowledge like this is what we're gonna do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Okay, but at what point do you be like, okay, he's still playing. I gotta go. I gotta help the sisters out. Can the sisters rap? That's personal, (laughs) and I'll tell you why it's personal. Because you have some women that are, and I'm not knocking anyone. I don't. I believe in love at first sight, but that doesn't mean it's commitment, marriage, and children at first sight either. So it's according to what you're looking for. So if I'm looking, if I've been dating for 25 years and I know that the next person that I'm, I'm dating, this is the one I'm going to marry, and he doesn't know that, then that's something that's totally different. You both have to be on the same page. What about separate apartments? Ooh. Ooh, I think that's a good idea. 
Because I'm thinking that, like, when you can have your own space, like, you know what? This, I'm not saying you got to always be at your own apartment, but just the option to just go to your own shit. Like, you know what? I'm going over there. No? If you're in a committed relationship. <clears throat> I yes, mean, I, I think if you got the funds for it, then shit. <laughs> then do it. Go to your apartment. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I think that sounds like a great option if you have the funds to be like, he got his own. Then fine. Because I think, like, how Will Will Smith said in that recent video, because he's been on his kick, you know what I'm saying? And loving it too, right? Like, two people are just on their individual journeys and they're choosing to be together because it's all this shit that's going to happen along the way where trust is going to be tested and we're going to decide what are we going to do, you know? And it's like, it's a mutual decision of like, all right, we're going to keep walking together. You, but you know all the rumors about them. They do a little thing. Let <laughs> no, I just hear that. Whatever make you happy. Like it's love, it's love, it's love. Well, then. I'm a little wild. I want to take a quick little break because I don't want to get too spicy. I want to make sure I make it home. <laughs> <laughs> go pour a little more wine. <laughs> don't go nowhere. You are locked on Miss Lisa knows. Al. What's going on, guys? It's your girl, Jamela Mustafa, at JMedia underscore television personality and host. And you already know who I'm rocking out with. It's your girl, Miss Listen Knows, because you know she know all that and more. And we're back. Sitting here with Lady T. What's your Instagram? Necessary Drama. Necessary Drama. And we got Eb the Celeb. I feel <laughs> feeling good, feeling good. Queens recognize yes, Queens. thank you, yeah. That. That's what I said yes. Instagram. Book, you have a book out? I don't have a book out. It's coming out though. Seat at the window. It's called Seat at the Window. Got the name. Seat at the Window. Yes. I be feeling things. Thank you. Thank you. I love that. Thank you. Yes. 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 I was getting a little spicy before the break. (laughs) So we had to, you know, take a sip, come back and reconfigure. But we are talking about marriage. We talked a little bit about a sex tape. They was not with it. Did y'all skip another bill? Talking, no. no. What about sending nudes? Do we do this? I've sent one nude because y'all being funny. I'm gonna tell the truth. I don't know I've sent one in my. I sent one, and that's why if it come out, I already know who to kill. <laughs> like it's not even like shit gonna be confusing. It's not gonna be like Black China. It shouldn't be confusing. The dick. Like, nah, oh, it should never be confusing. I'm a, come on, I'm gonna call the cops when I pick it up. Who <laughs> fuck is you talking? About? That's when you watch Mari, like when I was younger, I didn't understand how they didn't know the father. Like, right, you not know, like, right. like losing a like seven guys. I never, I didn't get it at first. It took me a second, but I was a little, uh, I was a little absent minded. I was, I, and that's what I loved about me. Like, even though the world was like crazy, I was still innocent in the month. And I try to give my, give my daughter that. And it's hard because she has a cell phone now, but. Cause I funny quick story. I remember when I was like, um, I was like, maybe eleven, and your sister, one, your sister, cause Lady T is my cousin. Your sister, kind of sister, not blood. Come on, you already know. Now, now, she, she asked me if I was a virgin. It was, and it was just like, we eleven. Like, I was like, and I, didn't, I, I was kind of like scared to say. Yeah, because I was like, is that not cool? Right. Like, but I said, yeah. And I, I stayed strong. I stayed strong. I was like, I'm going to say yes. But it's, it's different out here, but it's even harder for these kids. So 
being mothers, how do you guys deal? Can y'all give me some tips? Like, how do, how do I deal with social media? Because, you know, um, musically, it's like Kidstagram. Like, that's where they, there was a little girl that even, you know, committed suicide because her fight was on, they put it on Kidstagram, on musically. And it's like, you know, how do, I, how do we defend that? Like, well, how do, what do I do? I need help. I, I asked Gail King, and she told me to ask Brielle. I didn't get it. So can you help me, Dad? Can you help me, Lady T? I mean, I think we have to limit kids activity on social media like i seen this uh this guy talking on youtube about how it's equivalent to like dope not dopamine whatever your good uh hormones that are emitted whatever those are called i can't think of it right now when those come out that's endorphins. the equivalent endorphins right so when you're getting instant messages and you're connecting with people we all want to be connected we all have this deep desire to be connected and to feel like one and to feel like we're somebody and we have a place you know and social media does that for us because you can connect with anybody all over the world in the instant in an in instant right you know and we don't limit it they're on it all day all night we're not giving them time frames on it and it's consuming them to where it's creating the reality just like tv has done for us right and the things we see and how as black people we want to see positive things about ourselves we want to see come on black panther come on we we're lit right now like i haven't either i can't go on a national holiday so i gotta go when nobody's going when i can really represent it was amazing. Like it was amazing. That's all right. Damn. I got to go when everybody's not going on a low. Like, just, you know what I'm saying? Like, you dress up and everything? No. I'm okay. dressing up. I'm dressing up. I'm, I'm going to post it. I'm going to putting shoe polish on their finish. <laughs> go hard for it. Go hard. Do it. Do that shit. Yes. You know, so, you know, it's creating perception for them. And it's even for us as adults, us dealing with it and having low self-esteem and feeling like we're not doing enough. That's and everybody just, most of the people that are up there just faking it and they don't really got it. And we up here want this. We want their shoes when it's like just create your own lane just do your thing find your groove and first of all be happy with yourself so that anything that you do is just it's you it represents yourself you know i gotta just also make sure that i delete my apps off my daughter's phone i deleted three mm. the other day when she was sleeping i just when she's not looking i just go through her phone and just delete stuff. yes and it's just what it is I'm, yes i'm scared Cause one day she had an app that was like meowing, and I just thought it was just. <laughs> it is a game, but a part of the game is also instant messages. And every time that cat was meowing, it was somebody messaging. So that scared the hell out of me. Mm -hmm. So deleting stuff. Do you have any tips? Cause, do how many children do you have? I have three. How old are they? Um, eight, almost nine, four, and five. Yeah, they're young, so you know you go. Do they have phones? They don't, but I do volunteer at the high school every other, I try to at every other Friday. And I just think we have to like, just like you're doing, like deleting these from and, and letting them know, like there's people out there that are creeps, you know, like, so this yeah, is not just a safe thing to be, you know, it's just not, you have to just inform them and let them know and keep that open dialogue because for most of us we couldn't talk to our parents. We couldn't go to our parents and be like, yo, I'm going through this. Like we got advice from the streets or whoever like you late. know raise your way exactly oprah me you know <laughs> so it's like yeah how many children do you have four ages 27 23 Woo! 11 and 5 you said 27 i thought you were 27 <laughs> beauty is yes. her name so you've been when there was no technology 
and now that there is technology, so you've seen the shift, so it's like, how, how do you deal? Like, how did you accustom your, or shift your, your parenting, first of all? It's hard. It's really hard because you have the older kids and then you have the younger kids. So I'm not really the hip mom to the younger kids or the older kids now, but um, I think I'm more strict with the younger kids when it comes to technology. My daughter didn't get a phone really until this year because she was actually going on the bus for school. How, how old is that? She's one? 11. Okay. Um, and the five-year-old, I mean, I monitor everything that they do. So I think I'm the scary parent now, whereas I was kind of scary with the older ones too. Mm -hmm. It was easier to control when it's the media. It. Yeah, it was easier like to America control online, it. But now, right, America <laughs> Online, you can set the parental controls. Yeah. But now I think what happens is that I shelter my kids. My youngest kids, I think sometimes I'm doing them a disservice because I do keep them in a bubble. So I have to start to relinquish some of the the hold on them yeah. to prepare them for what's out in the world. I've, I've been doing that. I've, I've been uh, like letting my daughter, like, cause she want to take the stairs now cause her father scares the hell out of her. Like he's old, like she can't do anything without him telling her a story or something that happened to him. So he told her she, that he got stuck in the elevator. So now she doesn't want to take elevators. So I've been letting her meet me downstairs. Like it's like little things like that. Cause at first I was like, nah, I'm taking the stairs with you. But now I'll be a little tired. I'm like, I don't need you downstairs. If you're not downstairs one second after me, I'm coming up killing niggas. <laughs> but my brother's small too. It's not like I live in the projects. But you do have to. <laughs> Shout out to the projects. Not, I'm not mad at you though, because you live in the projects. Keep listening. And don't forget to subscribe on iTunes and follow on SoundCloud. Leave a comment and please rate Al. Maybe I can give you something, you know, a little gift box from My Glam Box. I'm talking to you, the listener. You. Because you deserve, and I appreciate you. Now, I want to get married. I don't know. We'll see. But how are you guys feeling? You, you, you're happy? You, you, you're glad you did it? That's scary. <laughs> These are some scary women. Like, no, for me, don't okay, worry. listen, listen. Nobody, we gotta, this got to keep it a stack. It's like, do you ever have regrets about no. walking down that aisle? Not at all. Not at all. Because the, the, the greatness you get with really experiencing joy with somebody and being on the same wavelength as them is amazing. Because even Beyonce said she was about to, she said, Big homie better grow. Right. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I think you have to have limits as a woman. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can't, I'm not, for me, I have a limit where it's like, is you have to have a limit where you know, okay, you have a desirable kind of life, and if that person is not meeting it, they're not meeting it, no matter how long you've been with them, what they provide, none of that. Just make your choice and do what you have to do. That's how I am. You know, so I think it, it is worth it, and I feel like for me it is worth it, but again, I have a limit of, of what I'm willing to accept, period. I think it, I agree with what Eva's saying. What, girl? If you don't... <laughs> You say it, girl. You making me feel like it's a Nicki Minaj song. You know how no, back in the day when Nicki was every verse You know why? Because she, she's saying exactly. Listen, I think that people have okay. a really crazy expectation of marriage because everybody wants to have Jay-Z and Beyonce goals before and after Lemonade. Everybody wants to have Dwayne Wade and Gabrielle goals before and after cheating. I mean, you need to have your own goals. Marriage is nothing to be played with, but then you, what happens is that everybody wants to mimic what these celebrities are doing and they've been married like five six seven eight times and that's not what marriage is about so i think what happens is that now you're trivializing what marriage means so there's so many ways that 
you can be dedicated to somebody. You can actually have a monogamous, monogamous relationship without actually being married to a person. The way that we are now, you can make it where I can have the same benefits as not being married to someone as being married to them, which is right. okay. Because at the end of the day, it's about me and you being in a monogamous, a monogamous dedicated, relation, loving relationship, a respectful relationship. But you cannot go and say, oh, I got this big ring. Like there was something on Instagram where this woman had gotten um, engaged and she showed this ring. It was a very small ring and everybody blasted her for this small <laughs> ring. But how many of y'all have rings? It's not the size of the ring. It's not how much you spent on a wedding. It's not that. It's about this man felt that, you know what, I want to dedicate my life to you regardless of the size of the ring, regardless if we got married to the justice of the peace. I just think that everybody puts too many expectations on what marriage is, and that's not what it is. It's basically what you and that person feels, not what anybody else thinks. Okay, because you were talking about relationship goals. A lot of people's relationship goals are like the Obama's. But they own daughter is dating a white man. How do y'all feel about that? I don't feel any way about yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, I think people are people. You know, really, people I'm are not people. I'm going to even lie for a look. I know, I know you mix and it's no, it's no yeah, shit. But so I mean, is Obama. It's no shit, no shit. And, and right, I get that I too. Mean. But it just makes me feel like <laughs> you growing up in the house with Michelle and Mariah. Like, what's going on behind what we not see? They got her in them private schools. What you expect? She, she in like, who is up in them yeah. private schools? First Come on. All, Who's in the private schools? No, no. She's not in the hood. She got in the private Thank schools. You. That's all she got. She's she got Harvard. about two or three picking and they corny. They probably into astrophysics like or something. Like, <laughs> They're like, I need the white guy who likes to surf. He's a badass. <laughs> nah, but no shit, I love He's I, a rebel. I, 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 I just be playing. I just want to see what y'all gonna say. Cause y'all being scary. So I just want to you know, see what what is hitting. You not sipping no more. You ready? You little taste. You ready? Are you ready for a little taste? Yeah. Don't be scared. Feel it. Where you from? I'm from Allentown, Pennsylvania. Oh, you from PA? But there's a catch. I was raised in upstate um, Binghamton, New York. Don't we have a house over there? Where's the house at? Our house, our house is in Guilford County. Oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you, you, know, you don't know everything else. You just go for the nearest thing that you remember hearing. Like, I think I heard Grandma say Binghamton. <laughs> go with that. We got a house in Binghamton. I done told mad people Binghamton. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> what was it like? So, Oh, so you just, you just had like a farm living? No. <laughs> That's exactly what nigga from Brooklyn said. <laughs> you grew up with pigs and not even gonna lie, the first time he came to Binghamton in the mall, they had farm day. I was like, I've never seen this a day in my life. I promise you. He was work here. It was ostriches up in there, girl. I was like, I never seen that. <laughs> no, not farm life. We lived it. I mean, it's like what people consider the hood, but it's just your typical white, black, perception where you don't really have a lot of black people doing a lot of great things like being doctors and doing great things just the hustler and the you know it's just it's stereotypical basically a stereotypical town well, how the hell did you get to what happened what got, how you got here you met Bay on the I'm line, a hustler homie I'm a hustler homie no I lived in the city for a little bit as a teen which I had some crazy experiences out here um which is kind of why I developed my brain was behind my own experiences um yeah and i'm just a, i'm just a hustler like i feel like no matter where you're at people complain about their towns it's not your town it's you like you suck 
<laughs> like, no matter where you're at, you have access to everything, especially because of social media. You could reach out to somebody in China. Yo, what's up? Like, be, they be scary, though. You scary. Don't be scary. They don't, they don't, they no, don't, wanna, don't be scary. They always be thinking, you know, like, everyone's scared to feel like they on somebody's uh, dick or dick riding or, you know, so they don't want to drop the line in the in the DMs because sometimes they might look at it and then don't answer. Then you feel mm-hmm. some kind of way. So it's like to take that risk. It's people scary. Yeah. So it's like they have to step out and just do it, I guess. We all people. People are people. People are people. Real, recognize, real. I always say that. Real, recognize, real. Okay. It's just what it is. You on that one, too? Yeah, we're recognized one. Queens recognize Queens. Yes, yes, girl. Queens recognize Queens too? Yes, you better. Yo, you don't know. Black women recognize Black women? Yes, all day. All of it. My shit too. Yes, yes, all of that. Copyrighted. That's right. So you're a Capricorn. That's how Capricorns are. What's your husband's sign? Virgo. Oh. Love him. I love him. He a superstar, but he laid back in the crib. Yes, he yes, come alive yes. And then nighttime. Yeah, mm. he come alive. Wait, wait, wait. That depends on if he's an August Virgo or September Virgo. September, baby. <laughs> I love Virgo. Wait, no, Michael Jackson's August. August. Oh, Michael Jackson's August. Beyonce's Virgo. September. Beyonce's September. But that's why you cool, girl. I'm, I'm born on the cusp. I'm August 23rd. I'll be in the... We cuspy. Yeah, we Lurgos. We Lurgos. We Lurgos. Ooh. I'm August 22nd. She's the 23rd. Yeah, so you're a little bit of a Libra. My yeah. middle's a Libra. We have Beyonce all amazing. Yes. Shut it down. No. Shut it down. <laughs> Can y'all drop your Instagrams, your Twitters? Like, yeah, so my Instagram, Al, first of all, yes, Al. I know you do, girl, and I'm happy to be here. Three W's, four W's, yes, five, six, seven, eight, and nine, ten. All of that is mine. And when it has all an A in front of it, when it's an O, all of those are mine. When, Registered when trademark. It, me. Registered trademark. Yes, yes, and I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for allowing me to be here. My Instagram is Queens Recognize Queens. My Facebook is Queens Recognize Queens, and my Twitter is QRQ Movement. And we have the book coming out soon, so look out yes. for that. I'm definitely going to bring you back. I just want to, like I said, I want to have more personalities and then bring different guests and have them intertwine and do different things. You, Lady T, here we go. Wanna be? She acting like Gail today. We gonna have to get her to come back. I was put on the spot. Uh, yeah, yeah. I was put on the we'll spot. I'm not acting out. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm good. I know you did. You, you, you was very reserved, and we respect it. And <laughs> she knows that's not me. Yeah, she knows it. it's not me. Yeah, like, <laughs> okay, we gonna take it though. But let everyone know your Instagram, your Twitter's, where they can find you, was what they need to know. Everything is necessary drama across the board, and I have a new brand called Pretty Dope Soul underscore Instagram. Pretty dope, pretty dope, pretty soul. dope soul. And the the, the, mm. the necessary drama reserved today for yes. later purposes. <laughs> but don't worry. Until next time. Brush your edges, brush your teeth, and brush that dirt (laughs) off your shoulders. Ow. Yes.